Rod Simba did it. Rod Simba and the Regulators. I got a lot of people on Twitter hit me up. A lot of people on Instagram saying, man, that was awesome. I need you to tell Rod. I need you to hit up Rod. Let him know that what he's working with in the Regulators and what they've done is so good. Great show on store for you today. Uh, Bart Scott is going to be in studio. We're going through a bunch of the news of the day, and I let him pick where we start and where we go. It's a lot of fun. Uh, And then also I dove into some of his awful Instagram game and whether or not he ever wants to punch another radio host in the face because I know that if I was him, I would be too. If you were watching on YouTube, um, you probably saw me just looking at my phone. Antonio Brown is live. And it's this new addiction that I have that whenever he's live, I, I, I keep watching. It's, uh, it's crazy. And I don't know what's going on. Um, and, and I don't know if you guys saw this. There's this company, Cameo, where they offer like personalized messages from athletes. And there's this one about Antonio Brown going around. You can pay $500 for Antonio Brown to send a video to you. And here's the one that he was trying to read, but man, I, I don't know if this one was worth five hundred dollars. Happy thirty-eighth birthday! And I hear it's your second anniversary wedding. I hear you've been working really hard as a defensive attorney, and, and your birthday is here. Happy birthday! We celebrate you today. Hope your birthday is booming. And while he's doing it, there's an inflatable slide behind him in a pool. But that line where he goes, Happy 38th birthday. And I hear it's your second anniversary wedding. Wedding. It's your second anniversary wedding. Okay, so two things about this. This company, Cameo, and I know one of the guys that's involved listens to this podcast because he is currently in my DMs asking if I would like to do a Cameo, a.k.a. you could book the L-E-F-K-O-E man to record personal messages. I don't know how I, for a cost. I don't know how I feel about this because everybody knows I'm all up in my DMs talking to you guys anyway. But I have two ideas. One, I'm tempted to join Cameo and instead of $500, charge $3.33 to honor the 33% that are out there. So if you want me to, to, to hate on your friends, I haven't decided if I'm doing this yet. I, I'm really putting this out to you guys to tell me, should I do this? The other idea that I have is I went on to Cameo's website. It is incredible the NFL players that you could book if you wanted to get them to record a message. Uh, Now, the expensive ones, there are three guys that are charging $1,000. Josh Norman, Pierre Garçon, and Cam Chancellor. They're clearly in it for the money. Next up, Erlacher's 540. I would assume an honor to 54. You get Brett Farr for 500. But the value, you scroll down on this, and it's like, ooh, look at this. I could get a $25 video message from Jake Butt. Landon Collins is priced priced at $25. Then you go all the way to the bottom, and for a dollar, I can get a guy named Eric McCoy. I can get Kyle Pico for $2, the dude from uh, the Denver Broncos. I mean, these are some Thaddeus Lewis for $5. So what I'm asking uh, the, the Lefko faithful, the homies right now, is go onto this Cameo website. I'm not working with them. Okay, I'm not yet. I'm not. This is no business deal. I'm not making anything off them right now, I promise. I'm just thinking... 
which NFL player should we have record an intro that's like, yo, what up? It's Thad Lewis. I like to throw balls. And sometimes people go, whoa, big offseason. Like, which NFL player should we get? Like, who should do the thing for Lefko PR that's like, I make a lot of dumb decisions. But when I need smart decisions, I use Lefko PR. I mean, we can get Sua Cravens for $10. I can get DJ Swearinger for fifth. I could get DJ Swearinger to say, I hate when coaches don't pull their weight, but I love the left coach show. Like, we could do this. So I'm, I'm curious, what, who are the most random NFL players that we can get? Who are the ones that are funny? And, you know, is there ever a reason to pay $500 for Brett Favre? You know, what What can we get Brett Favre to say that would be kind of funny? I'm just trying to find a way to get some funny stuff out of this for the homies and this show. Um, that's where my brain is right now. Also, uh, Thursday night, this podcast comes out Thursday morning. Uh, my NBA grind continues. Uh, check out the NBA Twitter show. I'm going to be on there with Kenyon Martin, Carlos Boozer, and Omar the face and name of House of Highlights. So I'm going to be doing that. Check me out uh, Thursday night. Um, and also, I'm going to be doing something, I think, with that pro football chase, my man, Isaac. We might be doing some Instagram lives in the near future. All right, I just wanted to give you guys uh, some information on that and this nugget that Monday, it's looking like we're going to have the official new name of this show. And I'm telling you that there are some changes coming. Some real left go changes. But enough about that. Now it's time for our conversation with Bart Scott. I hope you are ready for some motherfucking honesty. And I'm coming with the <laughs> curse right away because we have Bart Scott now in the keeping building. keeping the real goes wrong. Always. Now, I have a contract. I'm going to read the contract to okay, you. Okay. This is how we get down now Let's for do the it. left go. It's a 33% guest contract. We've seen this last week. It reads, Bart. I, Bart Scott, hereby agree to give my full 100% to fulfill the 33% needed to make the show great. Just so you know, I give 33, they give 33, you give 33. Uh, uh, I, I will focus comments. on not giving 110 because that would throw off the math. Also, if I feel like I want to curse, I'm going to curse, and I'm not going to hold it back like some snitch. Gotcha. Do you agree? Let's do it. Okay. I, I, I agree, and I understand about standing and playing my position. Thank I'm not going to try and be Beyonce. I'm going to stand it back and be Michelle and just blend in. No, I want Beyonce. No, that's, no, no, that's 33%. Okay, that's true. You know what I'm saying? Well, no, but they're Michelle. They're Michelle. You're Beyonce. And this, are, this and what's set. the other one? And I'm Kelly. Kelly oh, Rowland, yeah, definitely man. be Kelly Rowland. On, you don't want to be Michelle. Yeah, Michelle is like, they, like she's replaceable. Yes, 100%. And, oh. Well, she has been replaced. Right? She was a fill-in. Damn. So I'm Kelly Rowland, you know what I'm saying? But I will say this. I did have a crush on Michelle for a little bit. Did you? I did. Too skinny for my, my Yeah. Thinking. All right. Kelly Here. Kelly showed me something when she had her Nelly. Kelly had went out on her own. She did the songs with like with Nelly. Yeah, Nelly was big. And then I I didn't realize, you know, that that chocolate mocha was kind of nice. Hey. It was getting it was getting overshadowed by the sun. I don't know if you saw Beyonce. my engagement photos, but I I am down. Okay, so here's what we're gonna do. I have six stories that people are talking about, but I don't want to do this normal. I want you to pick. Let's but here's how it works. They're all hot takes from me. <laughs> that I'll start off, and then if you want to confirm it or deny it, we can do that. So okay. one, two, three, four, five, and six. Nick, get that drum roll ready. Hit it. And Bart Scott, the first Lefko hot take you will pick is 
four. Number four. Gotta go with number four. Read it out loud. Am I reading this? Yes. Antonio Brown would be a Raider by Friday. Antonio Brown, I am reading all the tea leaves. Adam Schefter has come out and he said. That makes it official then. He said by Friday he will be on a new team. Uh, and Antonio Brown, yeah, Schefter says, new place by Friday. Derek Carr came out today and said, I hope he's in play. It would be great to add a guy like that to your team, <laughs> talent like that. I'm just curious. I feel like you know shit about Antonio Brown, uh, by the way. It's, it's, first of all, is Derek Carr going to be on the team? Why he said, come on, bring Antonio Brown in. I could they, totally see Derek Carr on, like, the, on the Dolphins. They, the Dolphins or the Jaguars. Why he said if they're trying to worry about where Antonio Brown is coming, you need to worry about them keeping him on the team with three first-round draft picks. They may go Kyler Murray. Do you agree with me, though? I think that the Raiders have three first-round picks. Yep. John Gruden loves veterans, and I think that he's going to go, I love that fire. I want that fire on my team. He, he loves veterans a little too much. They were the oldest roster in football last year. They need to have a youth movement. He needs to I, I, you know, address. He did that last year with Jordy Nelson. Jordy Nelson's old. Yes. Like, why bring Antonio Brown there? I understand you got to get some splash to try and take the Vegas to sell tickets yeah. because you're not the only show in town. But I believe the most natural fit for Antonio Brown is the Green Bay Packers, right? Mm. Because they're a team that's ready to win right now. Sure. They have a new coach. They have a new philosophy. Now they supposedly are going to start spending on free agency. Him and Devontae Adams. Him, Deva- him Devontae Adams. Aaron, Aaron, was it Aaron Rodgers or Aaron Jones, right? Aaron, Aaron Jones. Jones yep. Aaron Jones is good. They have yep. a solid line. Yep. They, Jimmy they, Graham's still there. I don't know why. I mean, <laughs> I, talk about stealing. <laughs> Bro, talk about still. This guy has been stealing without a mask on. He's one of those guys that's been like making Pro Bowls because of his name for half of his career. Exactly. Like yeah. he went out there to the Pacific Northwest, and we forgot totally about him. It just shows you that you know it was more about Drew Brees and not more mm. about him. You saw that Ben Watson had a research and yeah, got another true. contract. True. So I mean, they should be in in the market for maybe Jared Cook. All right. I so think- I, want, I want the true Bart Scott though, like. With what's going on in Pittsburgh, yeah. I, I went onto your Instagram, yep. and I saw a little bit down. There's a picture of you sacking Ben Roethlisberger, yeah, yep. and you're talking a little shit to Steelers fans. Yeah, what do you see? Because I feel like you know this situation. What's yeah. really going on there? Well, we all know, um, you know, what the comments were of the general manager saying that you know it's 53 children. You know, you, you can't talk to a grown man like that, and you especially can't talk to a black athlete like that. Saying that you know some some he's the he's the adult in the room, a bunch of kids. Yeah, and you're a bunch boys. of kids. Yeah, you Espe- can't say that shit. Especially when Antonio Brown is potentially a Hall of Fame player. If you if you're going to rank him right now, Le'Veon Bell and the rest of the running backs in the league, they'll still be like you know top three. Yeah, Antonio Brown. One, two, or three. Yep. Ben Roethlisberger is farther down on that list. Yes. So I deserve the same respect, if not more, mm. than he re- than he deserves. This is not saying this to 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 Bud Dupree or saying this to some backup. You're yeah. saying this to your Hall of Fame player that has performed, and Ben has thrown his teammates under the bus consistently, and he's a guy that always points the finger, never the thumb. Yep. And we're not even gonna get about. You know some of the allegations that he's had. We're talking about a guy, yep. a quarterback that was suspended for six six games because of conduct detrimental. Yeah. We're not even going to talk about what the. You know, we, I guess we can talk yeah. about what the allegations were that he pressed up on a, on a female inside in of Georgia. a in yep. Georgia inside of a bathroom, right? While people guarded the door yeah. and things of that sort. So you're telling me as a player, Antonio Brown, that this guy's the leader. He's the adult. 
then that's disrespectful to me. And then for my for that same quarterback to say, hey, he needs to run a better route with all the interceptions that he's thrown, yeah. with all the mistakes that he's made, the first Pro Bowl that I mean the first Super Bowl that he won, you know, he was more of a passenger than he was the driver of the car. Sure. Now he's a great player. But it's different ways to lead, and you've never heard a great quarterback in this league throw anybody under the bus. Maybe Tom Brady once or twice when the mm. when the offensive line you know didn't perform up to par. He got hit. Aaron, Aaron did it for like the first time this offseason when he said the young receivers need to step it up, and everybody was like, yeah. "We've never heard Rodgers do yeah. this before." Young receivers, he said Antonio should have ran a better route. Yeah. Meanwhile. He threw it to a defensive lineman. What are we, what, I know. I know. What are we talking about? Full, my other question, though, is being on the field with these guys. Yeah. Could you ever notice weird friction on that team? I never, never any friction between between those two. But then it was pretty early on. I think what happens is you're able to be more of yourself the more successful you are. Sometimes you understand it's not your place. And you just got to shut up. Yeah. You know, so he couldn't say anything when I was still in the league because he was young and he was becoming Antonio Brown. Taking over for like Emmanuel Sanders. Right, right. Well, stuff. he was replacing yeah. Heinz Ward. Yeah. You know, and Emmanuel Sanders had just left. And he, he became the number one receiver. Um, I think that... You know, Ben has to take accountability, and we're going to see how good Ben is now because be careful what you wish for because now it was three Bs, now two have, have ran out. You ran yeah. him out of town. We're going to see how good you are. And all of a sudden, Ben is, you know, re-energized. Mm. Now he wants a – now he wants an extension. But mm. he's been threatening retirement for the last two years. Which one is it, Ben? I think the scariest thing is I was saying during the year that I think Juju is better than Antonio Brown just because I think there's certain things Juju can do that A.B. can't do at this point. But I saw this stat, and it opened my eyes. Antonio Brown was doubled on 8.5% of snaps last year. Juju was doubled on 0.8%. So we're going to see a whole new type of Juju and what he's Mm going to face without A.B. My last question would be, are are you at all worried about A.B.? Just, <laughs> just with kind of what we're seeing, like Maybe I don't like demolition I, man with the with the, with with the blind mustache, right? Like, uh, is, I, I want, is he I crying want, out to us? I want everyone to be their own individual and to have their own swag and be different. But is there any part of you that's like, man, I hope AB's okay? I, I hope he's okay because you know. Look, like I thought maybe, you know, sometimes you see guys walking around town, especially in Hollywood, and they're looking kind of weird. They're fat, they got a beard, yeah, they're looking old, you know. But usually they're preparing for a movie role. So when I see like the the the, the blind mustache, I'm like, right. okay, maybe my guy's in ready. And listen, nowadays everything's be, re, be, be is being rebooted, right? Yeah, coming to America, supposed to be a part two. Yeah, right. All these shows, Boy Meets World, so everything's coming back. Man. Maybe Demolition Man, he's playing a role of Wesley Snipes. He does but say you he's don't, an entrepreneur, but you don't want to put it in the head. So the remix, put it in the stash. Damn, well done, AB. All right, let me get the drum roll, Nick. It is time for the second number. For Bart Scott, one, two, three, five, or six. <sighs> Let's go with number two. Number, number two. two. I'm gonna keep the. I'm gonna stay with the evens. Oh, Tyreek Hill is the best wide receiver in the NFL. I say this because the Chiefs are negotiating a record-setting yeah. deal for Tyreek Hill, and I'm watching the shows on television, and they're going, he's not the best. He's the scariest, but he's not the best. And I'm sitting there going. If there's one wide receiver that every team goes, we need to double cover him and the safety needs to drop back, yep. why can't he be the best? I, I know that he maybe doesn't have the size of a Julio or the technique of an Antonio mm-hmm. Brown, but if he's the only guy in the NFL that can take it for 80 yards out, 
Why can't he be the best? Well, they say he's the most dangerous because of what he can do in the special team game as well. Sure. And the fact that you can hand him the ball as a receiver. The best and the most versatile is totally different. Mm. You know, he's the most well-rounded. I think he's the dangerous, most yeah, dangerous. Mo- and by most dangerous, I think he's the best. But he's the most explosive, right? So, you know, at times you can say Randy Moss was the best and the most explosive because you get him, you can get, you know, weird because Randy was a taller receiver. Right. You still can hit him with the reverses. You can take shots with him down the field. Now, he wasn't a threat on special teams, but Odell Beckham is like that as well. Yeah. He's explosive. He, you can do these type of, types of things. He can take a slant just as well as being a vertical receiver. Tyreek, I believe, is learning to run more of the route tree. He understands yes. that everybody's going to play off, so he's learning how to run the double. Season. He was, but is this sustainable? Right, That is the question. Right. So you give him all this money, and it's weird because you look at the Kansas City Chiefs and where they're at. You know, they were a couple of good defensive players from being able to, you know, really make a real Super Bowl run. But if you're going to pay Tyreek Hill this record-setting type of contract, then that means you're going to lose D. Ford because they're saying, okay, you have a second-round draft pick. Well, they tendered him at the second-round level. Or or they franchise him and you can, you know, he's available for you if you give up a second-round draft pick. Justin Houston is holding him hostage. They know nobody's going to trade I think they're for him, him. So they're going to cut him. Yeah. So then, yeah, you, you pay Tyreek Hill, but how are you going to address this defense for your new new defense coordinator when it was the 31st defense in the league? I think, I think getting rid of Houston may open them up to sign some of these safeties that are on the market, some cornerbacks. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> they're paying – their, their safety is the highest paid safety in the game. Uh, well, yes. But, I mean, the so other safety alongside with it. You can't invest that much money. I get it. But I think when you look at the D-line, they invested a lot of draft picks last year into some D-linemen. Yep. I think Chris Jones is top five defensive lineman maybe in the I NFL. I think so. And, and then you think with Spagnuolo, they're, they're going to use him more like Justin Tuck. Which is good. But, but, but then your well, OC, their depth is an issue, But, but then course. your, your OCU and you're supposed to be D4, but you're getting right. rid of him for a second-round draft pick. I completely understand. And then understand. Justin Houston is your Michael Strahan. Uh, you know, he almost broke his record. He, he's, he's your solid stop the run, yeah. still get to the quarterback. To, to what you said, though, about sustainability, because the Chiefs' defense is a whole nother issue. But in terms of Tyreek, I think they have the quarterback that makes Tyreek the most sustainable. To, ha- to give Patrick Mahomes the fastest wide receiver yep. in the NFL, it's open underneath for 16 games a year. It's the perfect combination. Do, do we expect Patrick Mahomes... To perform at an MVP level again yes. next year. Yeah. I see do. this see this is the difference. I'm fucking soaking up Patrick see, but, Mahomes. See, but that's the difference. Like now it's out there. Right? Now it's out there. I don't know so, if you can game plan for him. Now it's out there. They're gonna find what he can't do and they're gonna make him now he's gonna have to win with a counterpunch. Now he's gonna have to perform with this B game. Because mm-hmm. they're gonna take away what he does best. And they're going to rather rather is getting him out of the pocket, making a roll to his left. Yeah. It's go, they're going to do something. It's going to be some film that some great defensive coordinators are going to see. They're going to break it down, yeah. and they're going to make him beat him a different way. I think, and do, are you afraid of Sammy Watkins? That's the contract that's Sammy killing Watkins him. Is my, that contract is definitely killing him. But if if Sammy Watkins is my number three, 
behind Tyreek, Kelsey, and them, th- that's a tough matchup for a defense if he's the three. Yeah, but him being your number three is stopping you from signing D4. That contract to, be- to Sammy Watkins for $16 million Somebody need to be wild. fired just from that. That was what? Well, they, uh, I, a receiver with bad feet. I think Dorsey feet. was fired. I, don't, I think he was the, the GM then. But I, I look at the, the Chiefs and I go, the toughest games that Patrick Mahomes had last year, first game in New England where they just showed blitzing and then dropped mm-hmm. everybody out, yeah. he came back and hung up 40-plus. Yep. The Rams game he played bad and he put up like six yep. touchdowns and 500 yards uh i'm willing to make a bet with you i don't know if he goes 5050 touchdowns but i think mahomes i don't think you'd bet against mahomes i'm not gonna bet against him but i'm telling you it's gonna drop the production is gonna drop you yeah. can you can you can shave off Oof. a lot listen and you never know if kelsey's gonna be healthy an entire year he's one of these guys he that, just got his ankle cleaned out he's always jumping he's yeah i, I don't understand what god listen if you don't got any shake and bake <laughs> in you Jumping is not the. I play with Todd Heap. Yeah, and he did jump a lot. He had the strongest. He had to have the strongest neck in the history of, uh, of football because he landed on it about ten times a season. Man, just, just go down, man. Like do something. I know. Well, yeah. Well, like the the number one tight end that jumps the most right now is Mike Gusecki of the Dolphins. Every time I turned it on, he's jumping, and I'm like. I don't, I don't know if you're doing this because you're scared and you just don't want to get hit square. That's like the just cool, jumps. That's like the cool thing. Like, let me jump and and, and make a miss and, and get two yards. Is it really worth two yards for you to get Don BB? You know why? Because then you're going to be on fucking Instagram. Yeah, okay. There you go. Yeah. All right, drum roll. Let me get it back. One, three, five, and six. Let's go with old number uno. Oh, this is a good one. <laughs> yeah, Charlie Cassidy must be stopped. Thank you. What the hell? First of all, let's talk about Charlie Cassidy. So you agree with my hot take? Yes. Charlie my take is, is Charlie. Somebody needs horrible. to stop he's Charlie horrible. Cassidy. He's a, listen, I don't know if he's like in early onset dementia or what he's going on, but he's not the same person. He's not the sharpest tool in the shed anymore. And I know he's rided off of that, um, off his reputation. First what? of all, first of all, the Jets hired him to do a, a, an objective search. Yes. He hired his friend. Of course. Inside game. Yeah. Inside move. I'm not going to lie. So the reason I brought this up, Charlie Casserly is the one that made the comments that he asked around NFL teams, and he heard Kyler Murray was the worst he's ever heard in terms of interacting with teams, leadership, study habits, board work. Not good, not good, not good. Let me tell you, I'm watching the combine this weekend, and as I'm watching it, I'm looking at the bottom line, and I see Daniel Jeremiah's mock draft, and it goes 1 through 32, and that lasts a few minutes. Then it says Bucky Brooks' mock draft, and it goes for a few minutes. And then it said Charlie Casserly's mock draft. And I literally said out loud as I'm eating, you know, it's a nice gesture that they're even letting him still do that. Like, that's what I thought in my head. Like, who's genuinely reading Carly, Charlie Casserly's mock draft? I have thought for years that the main reason he's been there is that he's been at the network for a long time, so they keep it out of respect. They keep the old but also, around. somebody has to do the hits on NFL Network at 1230 on a Tuesday, yeah. and I thought that's why he was there. To take his reports and to create this firestorm that Lincoln Riley has to come out and go, no, I've actually talked to NFL coaches, and they're saying the opposite. It's time to let it go. And I know that everyone's going to go, everyone's trying to play it safe and goes, you know, I don't know about that report. Other NFL Network employees are coming out and against it. I'm just saying, I'll be the asshole. I'll be the asshole. No more Charlie Casserly. Where's it Bill has po- been fun. He drafted Mario Williams. Same thing, Bill Polian. Yeah. Yeah. It's I, the I, same thing. 
if if we're gonna if we're gonna move on from players when they get well. older, you got to move on from some analysts too. Yeah, because they just want to get out the house at this point. He, the house in the, in, the, in the golf course. Like, that's what that is. That's what that's all about. Listen, at some point it becomes a point where all our grandparents uh, get to that point where they don't give a fuck about what they say. Yeah. And I think he's to that point and he's just showing up because he wants to be around people. I, I think, hey, I, these are my friends. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's like going to the gym. You see the old dude in there in the gym. He's never really doing nothing. Yes. And every time you're trying to do something, he stops you and want to talk about the game. You got to worry about your elbow. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, he's looking for comfort. So the other thing I'll say is Lincoln Riley said a few weeks ago something that everyone kind of laughed at. He said, Kyler Murray maybe is the best runner since Barry Sanders. Okay, see, see, now he drunk. But the only thing I'm going to say about that is the last time a young coach in college overhyped his quarterback and we laughed at him, it was Dabo Sweeney saying, if you pass on Deshaun Watson, it's like passing on Michael Jordan. And we all said, you're supposed to say the coach. So I have a little rea- – in my head I'm like, oh, man, oh, but, but, maybe Lincoln but, Riley's right. But Deshaun Watson's more Ron Harper than he is oh, Jordan. I love like, that. Like he, he's, 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 he's good. First of all, he's, he needs to rec- recognize and get on the scale and realize that he ain't no wolf. Yeah. Like, he sit up there, listen, Deshaun Watson needs to figure out that when he sees a 52, a 57, yeah. maybe a 45, he might want to just slide. Man. Now, you look up the little dudes. Like, stay in your weight class. We got weight classes for a reason. I do think he's good. I get concerned sometimes with his knee and the fact that they really haven't addressed the offensive line. But, yeah. you know, Kyler Murray, best runner, you know, that's overhyped. Where do you stand on Kyler right now? I think I'm not for, expecting you to have like watched a ton of film, but I'm just curious what you no, think. No, 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 no. Listen, I think, listen, what I like is the fact that, listen, he's always been 5'10". So people were saying, oh, he's short, he can't throw from the pocket. The same, you know, his teammates or the guys he played with and the guys he played against may not be as good as the players in the NFL, but they're as tall as they are. Right. And the fact that he threw, you know, 90% from the pocket and his accuracy and the fact that we just saw – you know, Baker Mayfield come out of the same system and it translated to the league really Im- well. immediately. And his and, team improved with him at quarterback after Baker. Right. It's and, not like it fell and, off. And it's because he adds a, a different element, rushing for over a thousand yards. You know, I think it's all about fit. It takes somebody and his agent came out and said it even before. We were talking about I was talking about Dave Getham in the day and what he's doing and the fact that he's a dinosaur and the fact that he doesn't see that the game is changing the evolution. You know, some of these guys still have that Ernie Acorsi type of sheet that they have where they look for a certain a person has to be a certain height, yep. certain weight, certain speed. Yeah. You know, greatly Singletary told me a long time ago, greatness comes in every shape and size. Right. So I think Kyler Murray can potentially be that. And I think the fact that, you know, he's put in the work, he decided, hey, I'm going to, you know, play football. I'm not going to attempt to play baseball. I'm going to commit 100%. You have to look where the league is going and what he's able to do. The fact that he's a mobile quarterback and he still can throw from the pocket means that you don't have the same thing happen to him that happened to Lamar Jackson. Once everybody figure out that you, you know, design runs and then they put more athletes out there and then... That's my Marty Morningweg theory is that Marty Morningweg will give you six regular season games where he looks like a genius OC and then when, like, you play another playoff team again, they're like, nah, bro, we got it. That's why in in Baltimore, you know, one of the hubs is Southwest, they gave him a ticket real quick, got him out of 
town and say, Perfect. hey, Gray Rum, come, come show us up. I have, uh, two, I have two theories about Kyler Murray. I think this is the perfect draft for him to come out, and I think it's the worst draft for him to come out. No, what's the best? I think it's the perfect draft because we just saw a former baseball player in Patrick Mahomes and a short quarterback in Baker Mayfield have a lot of success. Mm-hmm. So it kind of goes, oh, he could sling it like Mahomes with down here and up here. And then also size is an issue. I think it's the worst because – other than Haskins, there isn't another quarterback for us to just break down in the media. Last year, if you focused on Darnold too much, then we're going to talk about Lamar. Then we're going right. to talk about Baker. So no one, we couldn't focus on one guy. Yeah. We have one guy to focus on, which means for the next two months, we're just going to poke and break prod, him down, yeah. and a, anonymous scouts are going to say and that's what no I one think. showed up to his birthday party or some shit. You know, but that's right, exactly. Well, that's what they're doing, right? They're trying to break him down. I think secretly, whoever leaked that or reportedly, supposedly said that to Casually yeah. is trying to tank his value. So that right. people can say, okay, so they can, they can try and grab him. Maybe Miami's trying to grab him. Maybe Washington's trying to see if he can fall that far. Right. And they don't have to move up as far. But I think, you know, because Gettleman's a dinosaur, I believe that Kyler Murray is either boom or bust, right? Right. You know, see the, it does you know, feel that way. It's high-stake poker, right? Because does he come in like Pat White and, and, and get hit with the easy button and retire and go back and put the baseball cap up the next mm-hmm. day, take one of these man hits? Or – you know, does he become successful? But I think if you can imagine him going to 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 the Giants, and you talk about have I broken him down? Have I seen him play? Yes, I have. And with his ability to run and escape, he will always hold the backside defensive end and the backside linebacker. And if Saquon's created going more, eleven exactly, on ten, holy crap! He's going on. He's going eleven on nine because yeah. he's holding two players. Right, right. Because right. what happens is if he keeps it, not only do the defensive end have to get there, but if he's able to circle the defense, then that backside linebacker has Him to fall David back. Him and David Johnson's a pretty good combination too. That is. That if is. If he does go one, see, to but but the thing is, there's not enough other weapons around. Yeah, him. no, no. See, no. But so they now, so now, so now, listen, you're putting it in the belly. Right, so now the pass rush is nil and void because this guy's flattening out because you're putting it in the belly, or he's holding up and he's doing the old option stand square yeah. and and waiting to, to to hold the wind back quarterback reverse. He might hold the safety and then if you got Odell on a slant, that's what I'm saying. It's over. So now it's and we're simple. not even talking about Evan Ingram. So it's simple yeah. because you're putting it in the belly. You're causing pause for the linebackers. They're not going to get any depth. You got Odell running a slant behind. The safety's yeah. playing deep because he's already doubling uh, Odell. So now you, you got so many options, and it's such a simple offense. Yeah. It's just, you know, and it could be explosive. I think now that I'm realizing, too, Kyler, Odell, Saquon is KOs, knockouts. But if they do get him, training camp with Eli and Kyler, no, no, I no. mean, that might be the most biggest gap in athleticism no, no. ever. No, 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 no. If you do that, if that's where you're going, you tell you, you tell Eli, thank you, but no thank you. You get you can't have that distraction because we're all going to want to see we're There's, all going to see Kyle. They're obsessed with Eli. They're obsessed. I think Archie got picket pictures on the on the tish. Of course, family. of yeah. everybody. Everybody's afraid of the, he, the he got he got he got him. In Eli's late. getting he, 23. They let Landon Collins go. I mean, we're going to talk about Gettleman in a second. Yeah, because I know one of these is late. Okay. All right, okay. so drum roll. Three, five, and six. He's going. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for your tip. Oh, I don't know. Whichever okay. one you want. I don't care. They're all good. Fever. They're all fire takes. CSI Cleveland. CSI Cleveland. I have three pictures here for you, sir. Uh-oh. You're my investigator. Let's do it. Three different Cleveland Browns 
<laughs> tweeted something out yesterday that's make, giving me pause. We're going to start off first with Demarius Randall. Read that tweet. What do you see there? John Dorsey, low-key, a genius. So Demarius Randall tweeted out, John Dorsey, low-key, a genius. I have this now. Jarvis Landry. What did Jarvis Landry tweet? Make sure your mind right and come to Cleveland. Who are we talking to? I don't know. Ghost Then this one from David Njoku. Love this shit. Love this shit. Can I do it? He's African, right? Can I do it in his accent? If you'd like to. Love this shit, brother. Perfect. That was good. So it made me think, what the hell's happening right now? Jamie Collins was just released. Mm. The Cleveland Browns now have the third most money for free agency. I have some names. I'm going to read them to you, and I, and I want to hear at the end. Here are the names. There's maybe Odell, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, Sue, C.J. Mosley, Anthony Barr, Landon Collins, Earl Thomas, Honey Badger, and maybe they're getting really excited for Mitch Morse. Maybe a little <laughs> offensive. Uh, were there any names that it would explain CSI Cleveland with these tweets? Give me uh, C.J. Mosley. Okay, because it's taken. That's what I thought too. You're taking it from a, an in-division rival, and you and you and you're, and you're rubbing it in his face. And he's yes. going to be motivated because you wouldn't pay me, so I went to Cleveland. And it's been Ravens that have left there. Yes. Jamal Lewis, mm. Gary Baxter that have left and played within the division. They have a lot of money. Um, if you had to, pick- I don't know if C.J. Mosley is listening all of this. I feel like it might be C.J. Mosley and somebody else. No, no, I feel else. like C.J. and A.B. Take them from the Steelers and the Ravens. Yeah, man. I love that. Look at this. You left me for this? Mm. But then does that mean that the Browns have to trade? With, with yeah, yeah, that'll never that'll never work. That'll never happen. So yeah, you, I probably have to take pause on that. But C.J. Mosley, you know, I think if they got C.J. Mosley and Landon Collins, nah, that I, might excite people. I, I don't know about Landon. I'd rather go Honey Badger because Ooh. in that division, what does the Ravens have? They have right. three great tight ends. Yep. You, know, you look at McDonald, you know, last and year. And Landon with, Collins was more in the box, and yeah. so is like Jabril Peppers. Like you need a guy that can actually play yeah, yeah. back. So you need a guy that can get off the hashes. A guy that can you know potentially match up. Remember, Honey Badger used to be a cornerback. But I think the Honey Badger may be coming out here to to the Giants. That's why they let Landon Collins go because mm. he thrived in Betcher's um, defense. Sure, I think I I'm hoping because then Cleveland. Odell Odell Genius. also tweeted out like I'm not going to say nothing. But I thought that was more about Landon Collins. Man, he ain't going nowhere. Man, there ain't nobody taking on that money and that distraction. He loves it out here. The Patriots it, really tried to trade for him though. Supposedly, no, 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 no. I'm going to wink, wink at you. Like I, okay. I know, no. Okay, let me call. Let me call Tom Brady and see if that's the facts. All right, well, I'll call Charlie Casserly. <laughs> All right, give me the drum roll. We're down to three and six. Whichever one you want. Number three. All right, the safety position doesn't have a problem. So I noticed that last year, one of the big storylines was how none of the free agent top safeties got signed. I was one of those people that said, are are the owners trying to devalue the safety class? Now there's a ton of free agent safeties. Landon Collins, Earl Thomas, Adrian Amos of the Bears, Tyron Matthew, LaMarcus Joyner, HaHa Clinton Dix, Eric Weddle just got cut. But I went back and I looked at who the free agents were last year. And it it was Honey Badger again. Kenny Vaccaro, Eric Reed, Morgan Burnett, Trey Boston. And when I reread them, I went, oh, they weren't that great, but it was just the list no one took off the top. Anybody anybody ever been a bigger disappointment than Vaccaro? 
He's definitely. Oh, I just remember that one Monday Night Football game where he got sauced, and yeah. Gruden was like, "He's awful. He's <laughs> awful." And I was like, he, "Whoa!" He, he may be a candidate to be the next Mark Barron. He might not have to, have to go to the gym, become a some, linebacker, some put creat- on 15, 20 some, some pounds. Some creatine and some protein shakes. I think Landon Collins might Come on down. get yeah, there, too. You, you can say that. But these names, Landon Collins, Earl Thomas, Adrian Amos, um, I talked to Connor Rogers of Stick to Football. He says that there's, right now, uh, consensus that there's, there's about five safeties that should be first or second round picks in the draft. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if there was a lot of guys coming out. But my, my feeling is, I don't think the safety position's being devalued. I think these guys will get paid. Yeah, and, and well, do you think about, those guys, Landon Collins from Earl it's, Thomas? It's about how much are they going to get paid because Earl Thomas is arguably probably the, he's the best one on that list. Not arguably, he's the yeah. best one on that list, and he's only twenty nine years old, and he's one of the very few that is has scheme versatility. Right. So he's a guy that can play in the box. He'll I'd come up and hit you. Cut San he got a little. He got a little Bob Sanders in him. Yeah. You know I mean, he'll come up, hit you, take He'll throw all his weight into but it. But also, he has a little Palomalo in you. Where he can get off the hashes, he can play the game. Like he can open up to the middle of the field, sure. and speed turn, and take over the hash. And the and ball just that. seems to find him sometimes, right? Because because and he 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 believes what he sees. Yeah. But all these other guys, they they are elite, right? See, I grew up in the in the era, and it's kind of hard to even say this dude's name. Um, Darren um, Darren Sharper, yeah, right? of course. When he was elite, yep. And when Ed Reed was there, sure. Palomalu, Dawkins, you know, Dawkins, you know. So it was great safeties. It's not a lot of great safety play. A lot of the, I believe a lot of the guys that are great candidates to be safeties are moved up to play linebacker. And we, and what we're starting to see is we're starting to see cornerbacks converted. To, to safety. Yes. You know, and, we just saw one in Green Bay, Josh Jackson. You yeah. have some good safety playing. Like I like Derwin James. I love Derwin James. Derwin James is a f- right now, animal. Keanu Neal. Yeah. Right? So you, you have a couple, but they're far and few between. You know, Eric Berry was one of these guys. I think that when you look at the, these guys, too, Landon's an in-the-box guy. Earl can kind of do everything. Yeah. Adrian had a great season, the last two seasons with the yeah. Bears, and he can fly around. Blitzen. Tyron is so versatile, but he's Blitzen. had some injury he's problems. Hurt. LaMarcus, I think he got franchise tagged last year, and he was playing good, but he got exposed in the Super Bowl, and I think it's the worst thing to have on tape. Ha Clinton Dix, I don't know what he is anymore. Yeah. Because when he went to Washington, and, his, and I looked at like the PFF numbers, it was like, <laughs> What happened? Eric Weddle, I wanted to ask you about. Yeah. Because Eric Weddle, I, I saw some, uh, I forget who it was. Somebody put it out that they talked to a bunch of coaches, and Eric Weddle was the reason the Ravens were so hard to prepare for. I remember the Chargers Ravens game, Phillip Rivers came out and goes, I mean, he can read everything. So I don't think he's yeah. as fast and he can hit as hard, but he's like that, that leader on the back end. The, Ra- the Ravens have made a career out of. Slow safeties that were smart. Remember uh, finding Jim Leonard. And I'm not sure. making a comparison. The boxer. They yeah, brought that up every freaking yeah, game. Yeah, and I'm not. I'm not making a comparison they're because white. they're white. I'm it. not. I'm not doing that because also um, DeJuan Landry was the same one. He yeah. Was, he didn't have a lot of speed, but what they what the Ravens are good at, you know, traditionally is taking a guy like that and using his smarts to put him all over the place. Mm. So what you saw is you saw Weddle really. Yo, know, looking at some old Ed Reed film, he'll be up on the box, yep, and then he'll he'll lead. run back as fast yeah. as he can. That's post that's post snap, you know, disguising right. and things like that, which so, is what the NFL is all about. And that's understanding what the what the snap count is all about, the tendencies of the quarterback. So that's next right. level scouting and understanding. Do you think they have somebody on their roster already that they're going to feel comfortable putting in that role? Were you surprised Eric Weddle got cut? No, because I understand understand what's happening in Baltimore, right? Um, Suggs has held them hostage a little bit because he's not the same player, but he's a legacy player. He's one of these and guys. It's hard to let those guys that, that, go. That he, and he's still productive enough 
for the fan base to warrant that you bring him back at some number, even though he's made a, a gazillion dollars right. with them. Um, and you look at what's happening is a lot of their young players are finally coming up, and, and, and now you have to pay them. Mm. So now you got to make tough decisions. You're right. Brent Urban's, Adarius Smith, yep. C.J. Mosley, uh, I mean, John Brown. And they just, paid, they, just paid, they just paid their nickel back, too, $29 right. million. Dollars. Tavon Young. Right. So now that's the problem. See. And so now they're, they're trying to – that's why Flacco had, was not coming back regardless. Yeah, because they couldn't afford anything. Because they couldn't afford to, to, to retain these guys. They couldn't afford to upgrade any skill positions on the outside. Right. So now, you know, they had to let Weddle go because you can't let Jefferson go because he's the younger player. Right. He has a longer shelf life. Right. I mean, they're secondary with Marlon Humphrey, Brandon Carr, Jimmy Smith. Those Jimmy Smith three is, are Jimmy soft. Smith, that's a high contract to pay for him. He's, he's good at, at times, but he has hiccups, and he's been – in and off the field yeah. due to suspensions. That's the one that's kind of crazy because they gave him top, like top of the market money. Right. And the Ravens will do that. They'll give certain players top top market money, and you're like, why is he still there? And it's an interesting with. time for the Ravens. Ozzie Ozzy Newsom moving on, and you have the new GM Eric DeCoss, there. He, but he's been waiting for forever. He, he turned down the Jets job. But the reason like it's exciting times. is you have Lamar Jackson's rookie contract for the next four years. Right. So how, how can they build around him? Where do they build? So much of that offensive line is young players too. Yeah. Well, you got Marshall Yonder who's going to walk into the Hall of Fame. You know, and Ozzie found him in a third round pick from Iowa. But you know. I'm, I have concern about Lamar Jackson, you know, because I don't know. We don't know how much growth we're going to see. Yeah, this that, and he's going to need a lot of growth lot of because it. in that division they will hit you. Yes. And he, he has that RG3 type of body. You know, I worry more about him than I do about Kyler Murray because even though Kyler is only 207, by him only being 5'10", that's a stocky body. That's he a is Rus- stocky. That's sure. a Russell Wilson body, so it's not a lot of stuff to hit. Lamar's and you, long. And he's long Lamar's. and lean, so now, yeah, 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 stand a man yeah. box. Yeah, did you hear what Jalen Ramsey said? Yeah. I, I hope he has some pause with that <laughs> about you know getting um, Nick Foles, and he says he hopes that the the nickname is is, is true. Is true, like bro. Well, I'm curious. This is probably they're probably going to take this out. But if you notice that your quarterback lived up to that nickname, would it give you more confidence in his play? No. Okay. What does that have to do? I don't know. Let's move back. Yeah, to yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of man, but I, I just I suddenly got uncomfortable. <laughs> but because that, that means you're. You can't meet watching. But you were, you were saying, though, Lamar enough. Jackson, and he can get hit. And if he gets hit one time, it's in trouble. I mean, you saw him late in the season getting hits, and you didn't know if he was going to get back up. You know? I'm excited that Greg Roman's becoming the full OC now. And I know <laughs> only from this, I felt like last year with when Gus Edwards really started stepping up, yep. they built this great running offense, but they never put anything on top of it. And I know that Greg has had a lot of success with certain mobile quarterbacks, and maybe it's oh, overstated. Colin Kaepernick. Colin Kaepernick, Tyrod Taylor had his best years with Greg Roman, and now he's going there. Yeah. I mean, Greg Roman is, is a good coordinator. I don't know if I could say coordinator. He's great with the run game. You know, people don't realize, you know, this is like his third stint with the Ravens. Mm. He was there when Jamal ran for almost 2,000 yards. Okay. He was the run coordinator. Is he a cool guy? Yeah, he is. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, so he was the run coordinator, but I don't know if he – Builds he, the passing yeah, he need, he need, on top of that. Yeah, because it's just kind of put in the belly and shots. Right. And you got to have better concepts. And, you know, the Ravens are unique. And I, I heard they said they were going to draft like nobody else. They were going to do things that other people are going to find kind of quirky uh, because what they want to do is they want to be a unicorn. 
They want to have a unique it's the offense. smartest way to they, be. They want to have a unique offense. You saw the Patriots do that, right? The right. Patriots, like, everybody spreading everybody out. Okay. Pack so it when, in. So when, you, so when you see this whole ground and pound in your yeah. face, you're never going to be able to see it. And, and you're not and, ready to tackle. And linebackers don't come downhill no more. And because here's a fullback and two tight ends. Yeah, here you yeah. Take, take that, Mark Barron. Yeah. yeah. 220 pounds. Take this neck roll. Exactly. You know what I mean? But, you know, we'll, we'll see if, if they can develop him to throw in the pocket. But it's going to take Lamar Jackson um, – some self-awareness to say, you know what, I need to go to the lab and I need to work, learn how to throw from the pocket and let that be a bonus. We see what's happening with Cam. And yeah. Cam's big enough and more equipped to be able to take that beating. I don't need my quarterback having, you know, 10, 15 scheduled, like, runs that's not off-script plays. Yeah. You know, because that, you can't you can't live that long. I will say one thing about Lamar is I felt he was very good at getting out of harm's way last year. Now, as you said, one bad decision yeah. erases 50 good decisions. Yeah. You don't see him all the time. But you, I'm pulling for him. I am. I mean, come on. I'm a raven. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I was going to say, you still have that blood? Yeah, no doubt. I still. All my charities are still down there. I go down there all the time. You know what I mean? Ravens play the Jets. You're taking the Ravens? I mean, I don't. at this point, I don't care. I root for, I root for, for good stories. Yeah. You know, I don't, Who's I don't, your favorite player in the NFL right now? Right now? Mine's probably George Kittle. George no, nah, my him or Quentin Nelson because they're my guys. McDonald's funny, man. I, yeah, I mean, come on, man. Advanced McDonald's. Listen, listen, yeah, yeah. Like, first of all, biggest he, face I've ever if, seen if, in my if, life. If, if, he, if he ever did that to to me, like, I don't understand how that how you don't show up in the like you can't embarrass me on TV like that. You can't yeah. you can't stiff arm me like that, bro. It's supposed to be rude oh, to that steal. Yeah, yeah, that yeah that's so insane. disrespectful. You, we got to fight. Would you really? We got to fight. I, I got to win something. If the Taylor Lewan Josh Norman thing happened to you, where you just lost a game and then someone came up and was doing your celebration right in your face, what would have transpired? See, see, this is the thing, right? So, you know, I remember when we used to play and TL used to do it. He did the Ray Lewis dance and all that stuff. Right. It's listen. It's our job to 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 not let him celebrate. Mm. If you score, then that's my bad. That that's cool. Now, any of that dirty stuff, you got to see me in some real life stuff. And you know, if you want to ask, like, have I ever had that? I try. I chased Richie Incognito into the locker room. Ooh, yeah, yeah. When, when was this? This was uh, he was playing for the the Rams, and you know, all game just going at people's legs, trying to take them out. And I told him after the game, I'm gonna kick your ass. And how did he take it when you said it right then? So he, he thought, thought you were he thought I was joking. So then after he tried to give me a play, and I swung on him, and then I. Then he ran, and then his this coaches, is at, right after the game. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. swung as soon as like yeah, three, yeah, yeah, two, yeah, yeah, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Fist. I'm, a, I'm about that smoke. Yeah, and, apparently. And then and then um and so he just started running. They grabbed me. His coaches grabbed me. So then I tried to fight them because I said you coach that shit. Yeah, you know what I mean. So you you you're the coach that allowed it to happen. So if he would have hurt me, I deserve to kick y'all ass too. And how they how do they treat you then? <laughs> Hey, then, then, then the hey, Ravens. Hey, we didn't do anything, yeah, yeah. bro. Yeah, we know he's crazy. Uh, like, listen, all right, listen, I'm a, listen. And how far did your chase go? Is this like Houston Rockets, they, they LA caught, Clippers? They, 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 no, they caught me on. They caught me on like the ten. Started like at midfield. Caught me on like the ten. And then, like, did he DM you? And he was like, "Sorry, my man." No, well, this was this was before that. He actually um, told my agent, like, "Yo, like, what's up with Bart? Like, like, yeah, you, 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 you mess with you got the right one." <laughs> You you got the right one. What's I, I would not talk shit to you. Has anyone like really had a good shit talk moment to you that just kind of caught you off guard? You're like, Damn, uh, me, that was good. Me and me and Chad Johnson used to have this whole thing, like where like he like like you like it's funny. I got this highlight. I'm doing this like career highlight tape thing. Yeah, and a lot of it is like some of it is like when um, I'm playing him and he's Mike, and you can see kind of like how I used to treat him. 
and he and like what he used to say, like, man, come on, Bart, like Bart, can I play football, Bart? Like, it, it, and we had this whole thing we, NFL Network we were going at him. He was called I called him like the Dave Chappelle of football, and that's when he had the blonde hair, right? And you know, I was trying to fight him, and Heinz Ward too, but really, Richie Incognito was the guy that you know used to get under. And me and Willie Cologne used to go at it too. It was funny, really. But Willie didn't talk back, but I just I would talk to anybody. That's why my nickname was Mad Backer. Because I fought all the time, but you know, I digress. Are you all, is your nickname also Titty Head? No, 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 Titty Head. <laughs> I didn't know about Titty Head. Don't worry about it. No, no, Titty Head, Titty Head is one of my teammates that I played for in college. Gotcha. And so, like, when we see him, I, I, we call him Titty Head, and I grab his head all the time, and he get mad. Is it shaped a certain way? I think I, I'll, I, I, I'll try and find a picture of Titty Head. Oh, uh, <laughs> I thought that was your nickname. No, no, no. His name's Titty Head. It like a little, little Titty Head, and I always squeeze it. <laughs> And, like, he's bald head, so he gets mad. You know how you got that little friend that you just, yes. like, bully all yes, the time? Yes, yes, yes. So I, like, palm his head all the time because he's a little dude. So I Even palm though he's his an head. adult now, you're yeah, still yeah. Gonna, yeah, still yeah, a little titty head. And, hey, he still goes by it. You know, we had a teammate. I had a teammate, uh, Jason uh, Brown, that we call it, like, we call him Delicious. I'm like, you got to be some type of sucker. That somebody, you know, he answered to it, too. We called it. His nickname was. You're like, what? It was Delicious and Bit Chips. <laughs> and he answered to both of them. <laughs> I'm telling you, pull up a picture of Jason. Friends. When you get a chance, pull up a picture of Jason Brown, man. I will do it. That's a very common name. There's going to be a million Jason Browns. No, 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 no. Jason, Jason Brown. Brown, Southern Illinois. No, no, no. No, he went to North Carolina. No, he he played with me on the Ravens. Oh, wow. We were calling, he was a grown-ass man. We was calling him Delicious. <laughs> He's so soft, man. Listen, we played we play Denver one time, right? So we, we played the Denver Broncos. Yeah. And you know the altitude is crazy, right? Sure. This dude faked the injury. During two-minute drill. To regain some. <laughs> he couldn't breathe. How often does that happen? He the faked the injury. injury. Like, bro, we don't have timeouts. The hell are you doing? Oh, and it cost a timeout? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn. He thought he was pulling a fast one. He also. So, we, you know, we, like, we used to bully the offense all the time. So, we, we're sitting there, and we're, we're at practice one day. So, like, Kelly Gray, like, just gets sure. pissed off, right? So, Kelly Gray, people don't realize Kelly Gray was, like, a all-state wrestler. So like compact white defensive yeah, tackle. Yeah, yeah. We call like, it Buddy Lee. Like six one, like no, 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 no. Five ten. Three wow. three like three thirty. Yeah. He was we like what everyone Lee. thought Tony Siragusa was. Kelly Gregg was actually that guy. He was the mini me of yes. Siragusa. He actually played with Goose. So like he, he gets Jason Brown. So we get in a big team fight. He's choking him and like he gets out, but Billick, like, okay, y'all in a fight, fight. Put us on the line. Really? So he already got choked out, rear naked choked out. Punched in the stomach while he on the ground. Man. We had to run. He started crying. Like, guys, I'm sorry. Uh, can I say anything over here? Yes. Can I tell you another funny? Can yes. I tell you the funniest Jason Brown story? Yes. Okay, so. Wait, how long is this guy a teammate of yours? Eight years. And we had the same agent. He became the highest paid center in the league when he went to the Rams. Wow. So, and so, you just, like, you guys just kicked his ass for eight years. Oh, man, first time, like, we, we jumped Orlando Brown, too. Like, he came back. Zeus. Yeah, we jumped him. He laughed, though. He was like, oh, I like y'all motherfuckers. So. So, 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 all right, so we everybody knows we got a team chaplain, right? Okay. Everybody got a team chaplain. So we sitting in there and whatever, we, you know, Rev, whatever, giving this message. So then I guess it's like confession time or something, right? So we sitting there and this dude walks up. No, actually, it's no confession. Like, he just made this shit up. This is what Jason is, corn, like cornball, man. So <laughs> corniest dude I've ever met in my life. So he walks up to the front. Jason, fr- I hope you're listening. So he, wa- he walks up to the front of the room. And he says, guys. I got a confession. We like, oh shit, man. We oh man, we got a game. I hope you're all right. Yeah. He like, my wife's been out of town. We like, oh shit. He's like, <laughs> like my wife's been out of town. <laughs> and I haven't been faithful. 
And you're like, oh, wow. we're like, oh shit. Why are you saying Damn, this? bro. Like we we got you, man. It's okay. Yeah. We all there's a couple of us in that room. We've been there. Yeah. He said, I've been jacking off every day. We say motherfucker. Are you are you serious? That's like that's, that's like, your confession? You've been jerking off. That's like in half baker. It's like you ever for weed. Yeah, yeah. Just, we like we like bro. This man right here got a baby by a side chick on the way. You sit here confessing about jerking off. Man, if you don't get your ass out of here, we booed his ass off the stage really? like the Apollo. And he was, like, upset, too. Yeah, he was, like, thought, like, man, if you don't get the hell out of here. Where was he from that he was this kind of a person? He's, like, a church guy. Like, right now, he runs, like, one of the world's biggest farms. Like, oh cornball. Like, you can't make this up, man. If he saw you, would he be excited to see you? Oh, or, yeah, yeah, Or would yeah, his yeah. first reaction be, like, I'm about to get made fun? No, everybody know. Like, it, I mean, his hips are he, his his hips are even bitchier now. <laughs> they, he he, you know, every once in a while we had these little reunion shows and we came back and he he put on like another college thirty. Can you tell when a player is playing if they're going to gain a lot of weight when they retire or lose a lot of weight? Yeah, or is it typically by position? For the most part, yeah. The little guy, the little guy, the, the little like guy get fat, lose a ton of weight. Except for you, Jason Brown or Damon Woody. Really, Damon yeah. Woody lost a lot of weight. And the, yeah, see, but he got too many kids. How many kids does he have? Uh, Damon, more kids equals more weight. Well, Damon, Damon, I think Damon. Um, we were neighbors too. He he um he adopted two, I think. I, wow! But I think he has eight. That's a, that'll make you. Gain no, some. no, it, it's, it's too so many. Philip Rivers is going to get really big. Yeah, it's listen. It's too many. It's too many um, juicy juice in there. It's too much. Uh, oh, the sugar. Yeah, snacks. it's too. It's too much stuff in there. Yeah, any day of the week you can go in there. You can I'm get gold. You can get, you can get goldfish, fruit snacks. Gogurt. Uh, Gogurt. All that stuff got corn flutose on it. Do they still it. make snackables? Lunchables? Oh, yeah, shit? lunchables. Yeah, now they got them with the pizza and they got them with chicken tenders, too. So gross. See, but you just open them up to Ugh. eat. You just open them Think up. Think about to- it. When I was, I would grow up with discs of meat and squares <laughs> of cheese. Like, who, why was I being fed that? American ver- cheese, too. Not even uh, real cheddar cheese. Processed. Yeah. yeah. 50% of your cheese is real yeah, yeah. cheese. Got the ribbon flapping and red dye 88. So, wide receivers get bigger or smaller after their career? Most of them, most of them get bigger, but then they get fat shamed and they lose it. Mm. But what about uh, quarterbacks, running backs are the worst. Oh, running backs get fat as hell. Yeah, because they they they're like compact and, and they're short already. You know what I mean? And they're le- they're all legs and ass anyway. I mean, have you seen Jones Drew? I wasn't gonna say. <laughs> That's my guy. Look like a spear. <laughs> Listen, his video of him at the rookie combine, I was like, wow, like it's all legs, and he yeah. ran like a four three. You should. Okay, well, I'm sure Jones was going to hear, but he should remember the story. Funniest story about him, right? So we're playing against the Jets, and he yeah. talks mad shit. And Is I this talk Jacksonville, yeah, yeah, yeah. And he talk, he he talks he talks shit too, right? So, like, you know, he I played against him so many times, so I kind of know how he falls back. So it's like one of these end of the half runs. Yeah, you know, nobody gives a shit, you know. So I come back and I hit him, right? And then it like so. I hit him and I'm kind of like on top of him and he like getting upset that I'm not getting up as fast as he wants. So he kind of to do this. So I get mad. So I mush him. But then what happens is I, I grab his arm. So like he got one hand on the ball, but he got a free arm. That's when he's trying to push up. So I grab his wrist, pin it down. Right. So I pin it down. Right. Yeah. His arm came about this high over his head. I said, oh, shit. He a midget. Oh, he got so mad. Oh, oh, oh. Because his arm barely went over. His yeah. Throat. Yeah. Because I pinned it back. Like, oh, shit. He a midget. Bro, let me tell you something. You just want to see a guy get mad. Listen, I play like this. He's they, heard that word so many times. They kicked off from R30. That's how many flags were thrown. 
Wow. <laughs> this is the last. from your 30. Yeah. That's like 60 yards of penalties. It was like five personal fouls. Because what happened is he got up and then he threw the ball at me, so I swung on him. And then, like, his guys came and my guys swung on him because I started So you it. could see in his eyes, like, fire. They're like, ah! Oh, <laughs> and at that point, you're like, I've done what I need to do. I was like, <laughs> It's like, oh, shit, he a midget. He got so mad. Oh, my God. All right, last one, six. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot we used to I have no it. idea which one it I is. I thought now. we were just talking, man. It's hot, it's hot as fish grease in here, though. It the is. Sweaters, it is. Gettleman. Looks good, though. Oh, yeah. Just lost New York. All right, so Gettleman just lost New York. My, my breakdown here and the reason that I wrote that is I'm watching license plate guy. Uh-oh. On Instagram Live, who's friends with a bunch of the players. And I'm watching him talk to other Giants fans. Shout out to License Plate Guy. I have no idea who he is. Yeah. I've never met him. But he's going, this, this is a tough time for us. This is sad. <laughs> I'm sorry, Karen8654. This is sad. Every fan base loves their physical safety. It's the it, to me. It's the number one position that fan bases get behind. He was the first pick of the second round. He was so he's my, an underdog. Too. He was the All Pro, like a multiple Pro Bowler. He was cool. He wore a twenty one. I feel like when I saw Giants fans, Landon Collins was up there in terms of other than Eli and Odell and now Saquon, Saquon yeah. the most popular guy yeah. on the team. And I also think when you start looking at Gettleman and you realize. They don't move on from Eli. That's $23 million. Mm-hmm. They give Alec Ogletree $10 million a year, third highest paid linebacker in the NFL, and I don't think he's in the top 20. And they traded for him, too. And they traded for him. He struggled, so they gave in, up he, stuff. And he struggled in coverage. And when you look at Gettleman's past where he let Norman walk, D'Angelo Williams he went up and back with, and Greg Olson Steve he was Smith. like fighting with, and Steve Smith hates him. If I'm a New Yorker, I believe now I'm going – our offensive line still sucks. Our defense is still a mess. I think he's lost New York. Well, what happens, right? What happens when you ever broke up with your girlfriend? Usually you go back to an old one, right? There, you you dust like, one off. You, you dust send one a off. text or something yeah, 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 like yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, how are you, how you doing? She know what time it is. She's like, oh, he must have broke up. Right. <laughs> he looking, I ain't yeah. moved on either. So I feel like Tish and Mara, like after they made that mistake and signed uh, McAdoo and the whole Eli debacle, they wanted a safe place, somebody they can trust, somebody from the circle of trust. They've always, um, they've always promoted from within. You think about Reese, you think about some of the other guys within the organization. So Gettleman was a safe space. Mm. But Gettleman's also from the old school. And Gettleman's from the old school from the standpoint is he doesn't really give the veteran players the respect that they deserve. But also he's a guy that – when you look at his track record, he's never really paid a safety. He's never drafted a quarterback in his career. Mm. And now you're you're asking him to have foresight or, or be able to be innovative, but he just can't. It at this point, like he's listen, possible. he he's 60s. He's in his late 60s. He is who he is. So he's not going to move on. You know, so now what what, happens, what was the vibe of New York today on your radio show of people with the Landon Collins news? Well, they they, they were hurt. They were hurt because they didn't understand He's a homegrown talent, 
and the fact that you could have potentially got a third-round draft pick from Kansas City last year, if you weren't going to bring him back, right. you should have got something for him. You let him walk without getting any compensation. Matt they might get a, to football. Heard he he heard that a team was willing to offer a first. Yeah, I don't know about that. that that's high. Like I, like I said, if that's the case, we need to go ahead and get TMZ because they're the best um, investigators it is out there. They forget, definitely are. Forget Mueller. Forget all that. Yeah. It, it's TMZ. That's we need to true. get to the bottom of this. And if they if it was a first-round draft pick out there, he needs to be fired ASAP because that is negligent. Yes. And the fact, listen, he talked he, when he first got here, he talked about being in quarterback hell. And I don't understand how he's going to sell, uh, sell to the fan base that this crop of quarterbacks are better than the one last year when he said he didn't see any transcendent talents last year. So now you're going to say the ones here are better when we knew that four of these guys came in the league and they made noise last year. Yeah. They showed splash. So now you're going to tell us, oh, Kyler Murray Haskins are a better option than last year. Right. So I don't know how he's going to sell that narrative. So where do you go? You're stuck in quarterback hell. It's really funny that I, I've said this now for two years, that the Giants had an out. And it was when Ben McAdoo sat him and put in Geno. Yep. Now, whether or not he should have put in Davis Webb or Geno, I don't really care. My thing is, the Giants organization could have said at that time, Ben McAdoo made this. We want to move on from Eli anyway. Yeah. And forever we can put this on Ben McAdoo. We yeah. just say it was Ben McAdoo's decision. Right. And the organization went on from there. But they, they had an out. Yep. And because they went back to Eli, yep. they showed that they they you know bow down to the yep. fan base. But that's because they didn't fly the kite, right? They they should have flew the kite and and said you know tested it out there, see how people feel. The fans base overreacted, but if you start listening to the fans, you're going to become one. Now what was he it did the fans is, or was it Francesa? No, it was for me because I felt like Francesa came out and goes, "Who is this guy?" To, to, to me, to me, it was Mara. Right, because you don't pull a move like that without putting it through the, you know, running up the chain of command. Right. And then the fact that he was like, okay, well, uh-oh, look what happened. It wasn't done the right way. So then he fired everybody that can say that it was him that made the decision. I'm surprised nobody went off the record and said, hey, you know, he, he made the call. My question right but, now is Peyton took a pay cut his Super Bowl year with the Broncos. That's, Why is Eli still getting 23? I, that, listen, I've been saying this all along. Give him to say, hey, Eli, no, we're going to give you 12. Give, give, him a, give, him, give him an extension. And then you can prorate it over time, right. knowing that it's a dummy contract on the end, but that gives you some financial relief. If we want to keep him there, stress. that's great. But he doesn't need to make $23 million. Right. That's insane. And then, and then this is great GM work right here, because then the second, uh, the third highest paid dude on your, on, your, on your roster is Olivier Vernon at $19 million as cap hit. And he can't even but get sacks. That, that's, that, that is less than that's, – <laughs> That's like less than seven sacks, $19 million. How much are you paying for your sacks? You're paying two point, yeah, about $2.5 yeah, million per a sack. sack. Uh, I just got an alert, Adam Schefter, saying multiple teams calling about Josh Rosen. If you're the Giants, do you try and get Josh Rosen? I mean, that's a way to, 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 to I think, save face because at least we know what he looks like. But then I don't know how you, how you uh, trade for Josh Rosen. And then he played last year, threw for over 2,200 yards and what, uh, 15 touchdowns or 22 touchdowns, whatever. It's and hard to evaluate. Their has, offensive line was a mess. Yeah, but, Their but, offensive coordinator was awful. But what I'm saying is, if you do all that, how do you keep Eli around? Mm. Now, I understand that Josh Rosen already got all his money, $10 million. It were paid up front for him. So, like now six so, yeah, so, so, so now it's one. No, the, I think his salary is like $1 million, $2 million. It's like a really – I think uh, it's six total for yeah, like yeah. the rest of his contract. Right, for the, for the rest of the five years. So, But how can you keep Eli there? Because now you're stunting his growth. Because now if you draft for Josh Rosen, 
now this is year two. Now you only have three years. So if he, right. you're going to waste this year and they have to evaluate him over the next I'm just two. I'm tired make of that wasting Odell and Saquon. Yeah. That's yeah. what I'm tired of. Exactly. Is, is, you know, by the time Odell's ready to, like, shine, we've already washed away his, like, he's not going to be 4-3-1 forever. Exactly. He's not going to be able to do this stuff forever. Ferraris are always in the shot, by the way. So you better keep it. Take advantage of it while it's still running good. Yes. All right, so I went through, as I said, a bunch of your Instagram, too. And I do have uh, some Instagram questions. Oh, cool. I saw that you have a huge sneaker collection. Yeah, yeah. And it made me realize you have a very, you know, defined style. What do you think of the current NFL style, the supreme nation of, like, the wild clothes and the the holes in the shirt? I'm curious what you think about today's NFL style. Uh... I think they too trendy. You know, got to be you got to be able to figure out your own style, be able to get your own swag. I think they just you can't just turn on and see what two chains is wearing or check out what what the Migos are wearing. You gotta, I think NFL players have the worst style of most of the. No, NFL they do. It's so so much that we well basketball players are horrible too because they're tall. Still but they get away to, with it though. Nah, they're tall and wearing them skinny jeans, the moose knuckles. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. You know, Tristan Thompson coming in looking like uh like uh what's what's the the don't create a fire bear. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's coming there with the hat. Smokey. Like, yeah, Smokey so he looked like Smokey the, Smoke, the Bear and LeBron a couple years ago with the uh, – The short suit. No, no, not – yeah, that was horrible. First of all, I'm a grown man. I don't need you – I'm not trying to show up. What did we do? New edition? Yeah. He's showing up to, to to the finals with a gray suit. <laughs> First, it looked like a wedding suit. Like yeah, a, like, like, a, like a groomsman suit. Like a groomsman, yeah. Like, what the hell are you doing? Then before that, it was the, the, the So you think the, NBA the players are worse dressed than NFL players? Yeah, absolutely, because they look weird. I think that they're longer so that things, like, work out for them better. See, but then what football hap- players. No, no. I feel like football players are the people at the club no. that they can wear great stuff. No. But by the end of the night, they're in a tank top. See, but they're see, but see, but basketball players they're longer. But you know, it has to be specially made, and you start right. to realize that certain things aren't designed for your height. Mm. Like I don't want to see a plaid pattern going that high. It's like right. it's, I'm, I'm having a seizure looking at you. Yeah, the pattern's moving. I don't want to see Russell uh, Russell Westbrook with his nipples out. Yeah, like if you're gonna wear that shirt with oh, the rips the on it, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna need you to put a pasty. Yeah, you know what I mean. Children are watching. We I don't want to see. We don't want. I don't want to see another man's nipples. All right. So do you like Odell's whole, style? Whole, whole kneecap out. I mean, it works with his haircut. You don't like a kneecap. You're anti kneecap. It works. It works. It works with. See, what I don't like is see like these dudes all shop at the same spot. By the time people figure out what I'm wearing, I go buy something else. What I got on today? I don't, I don't know. You tell me. I mean, I got on some velour pants. That's because I thought I'm supposed to go to a play. Hey. No, no. I'm talking. Th- I'm not saying what I'm wearing. I'm just trying to figure out who I'm wearing. Oh, oh I'm wearing Zilly. Mm. Right? Nobody knows about Zilly. You don't know what Zilly is. I don't. Never right. heard of See, it. See, you know what I'm saying? So I pop up stuff like that. Then as soon as a rapper figure out about it and rap about it, yeah. and everybody rush to it, I move on to something else. All right. Other thing what I learned it? on your IG. I don't know. Oh, those are cool. I'm saying. Just Hold on, let me see if we can get a camera on his on Bart's foot. Just swag it out. You know what I mean? Listen, this is listen. I, I know it's got I, a nice little brown leather with a gray pattern. Well, I know we got the little we got the little Gucci joint on. I'll put it for you. There I, know, you go. I, I know we got the I know we got the Gucci going on, and I really don't wear things with with logos either. Yeah, because you're not supposed to. I'm done with logos. Because what happens is, you're supposed to know if I have it on. It's yeah. something. By the way, you holding your foot up here for this long is perfect. Oh, bro, I'm good, man. I'm flexible. I'm flexible as hell. Damn, that was I'm too good. much. All right, other thing oh, I learned on your IG. Box. I'm sorry. That was ahead. a lot. I'm sorry. Another thing I saw on your IG, you raced a CrossFit guy and he popped his hand. Oh. <laughs> what the hell happened oh, no. there? No, that, so that, there wasn't a CrossFit guy, right? So it's like pros versus Joes. So oh, that was like an actual so, show or so something? Like no, that? no, 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 no. So, like, I, I train like, at this facility. I still train at it. It's called Tess. And, um, and, um, 
they train like combine athletes, like Flacco trained there, like a lot of guys. But then what happens during the lockout, we need a place to train. We train there, so I continue to train there. And they have this thing uh, where they bring bodybuilders in, so then we have like a, a competition. So so we're sitting there getting ready to run. You do tire flips, stuff like that, bench press, stuff like that, but then you do 40s. So we're getting ready, and the athletes over there, like warming up, getting ready to run their 40. Guess what the bodybuilders were doing? Stretching. Curling. What? That's meathead stuff, right? So they're yeah. sitting up there curling. They're like, I have a few minutes. Yeah. Let me just get some more bicep. But they're about to run. So dude came and pulled his – I've never seen anybody pull their hamstring. It's incredible. Like He's me- running, and then all of a sudden his right leg goes completely straight and launches his body in the air. What happened after that? Oh, did he, what Did he do damage? Yeah, he was down for the count. He pulled his hamstring off the bone, man. Off the bone? He was done. So ambulance? like Down, down goes Frazier. What did it look like? What is a, a hamstring that comes nah, it, off? It just bleeds. You know what I mean? It pulls, oh. you pull, it, just, you know, you, you, it pulls the blood, pulls it back. Now, I think he probably took a protein shake. I don't know cool. you too well, but I know you a little bit. Mm-hmm. Did you talk shit right after it happened? Oh, too? absolutely. Is he on the ground writhing Yeah, in yeah. Pain? Listen, long as he what are you saying to him? As long as he ain't dead. It's fair shit. game. It's fair game. So what'd you say? <laughs> Down goes Frazier. Down sit- goes Frazier. And he's sitting there going, this is so much pain. Oh. like, sucks for you, motherfucker. Get up, Craig. Get up, Craig. I've been down before. I've been down before. Uh, and then one other thing I saw is you went to the Met Gala with Tim Tebow? Yeah, he was my date. Well, I was his date. What? Well, I was trying to make Tim feel comfortable. You know, he, and, and So this is like his first I, year in New York? Yeah, yeah. And I love fashion, too. So so who had the invite, you or Tebow? Tebow had the invite. Okay. And he's like, yo, can you go? Oh, I was hot at that time. I could have got it. I could have got the invite. Yeah. You know, uh, so many questions about that. I was, at the ta- never- I, yeah, I was at the table with Rihanna. Bruno was there. What I is think- the vibe of being inside the Met Gala? Is everybody letting loose because no social media is well, coming well, out? Well, I think that's after the, you know, that's pretty much after to the after parties and stuff yeah, like what that. What happens in the actual Met Gala? I mean, people just walk around chopping it up. You know, you sit. I saw Brady there one time, too. Yeah, Brady was there, too, I think. My question that I would be worried about is, let's say I got the invite to the Met Gala. Yeah. Super excited. I'm going to talk to Rihanna. I'm going to talk to Brady. Yeah. But they're also in their head going, I want to talk to Rihanna, and I want to talk to Brady. So my concern was I would go up and talk to someone. They'd be like, listen, man, I got two hours, and yeah. like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Yeah, the bad so, part is you feel like a bum, right? So you feel like a bum, so right? did that happen? No, no, no. Oh. The part the part that makes you feel like, oh, man, because you're not in that world. That's not your world. Right. right? I don't know. Now, you're world. big. Now, we're going to the SV something. That's cool. I'm good. But when you go to the Met Gala, it's about like usually more about entertainers and, right. and, and artists. So you walk the red carpet like, <laughs> were the photographers literally trying to figure out who you were? Who the hell is that? A new designer for Versace? <laughs> no, I'm not interested. Like, is he security? Yeah. Like, but like, Tebow had to have not not many, not many, really, not many. How was Tim Tebow on your date? Oh, t- Timmy's funny man. He's a cornball. Cornball. I hope he gets one off. By yeah. is he cornier than Jason Brown? Different type of corny. Okay, what kind? He's, of he's a he's Tebow? a Wally and the Beef corny. I don't know what that means. Like I, mean, all, I know Wally and the Beef. Like all shucks, dang it! Like like he doesn't that. curse at all. Nah. What's the coolest but he is, but thing? He, but he is a little. He's a little. He's more horny than people think. Really? Yeah, he's more horny than people think. I figured. Is there? A... I mean, I I don't want to be the first one to take that one. No, it's just a lot of pent up stuff. Well, he's engaged now. Shouldn't 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 take long. Uh, A few other things I saw, I asked you about Tiddy Head. You had a thing uh, on your Instagram about you threw a flag 
back into the crowd yeah, and it yeah. cost you $25,000. Yep. And I'm ever curious, was there ever a guy that got fined for something and didn't realize that he was going to have to pay that amount of money and was like completely thrown out? Like if, if I got a $25,000 yeah. fine for throwing one thing, I would be a mess the whole week. See, the thing is, you ne- they take it out before you see it. Oh, so people don't even So you it. don't even feel it because it's pre-taxed. Mm. See, but, uh, and the thing is, like, when I went to my hearing, it had never happened before. So ain't no one ever thrown a flag back? No, yeah, yeah, I'm a first, man. I'm a unicorn. Wow. Yeah, man. So they, so they didn't what know what was the penalty? Um, so I tried to fight the ref. <laughs> Mad backer, you know, so. Like, they were cheating. Like, it was when the Patriots went undefeated and we were, we were winning. And that was the year we had a bad season because everybody got hurt. But everybody had came back for that game. It was like week 15. Mm. And we were, beating, we were beating the hell out of them. And on that drive, they called four fourth down penalties on us. And they had to get a touchdown to win. They called four fourth down. Remember, that was the one they said Rex called the timeout. We stopped them on fourth and one. Oh, they said, I do remember that Yeah, one. They, and the one, it was on Monday Night Football. And they said Suggs uh, got pushed backwards. He touched Brady on fourth and 15 and touched him, touched his helmet with the back of his hand. Didn't even see him. Wow. And they, so so all this is pent up. And the, and the ref had been calling us boy and all kind of crazy stuff. All day. He what? got suspended, too. He got suspended. Wow. Yeah, because he arguing with us. He got suspended, yeah. So I just got fed up. So like I was like, man, it's some bull. He's like, and he's like, have some integrity. I said, I said, be. He said something. I said, have some integrity. So he's like, I'm. I had enough of you. I'm like, if I don't give a fuck, fuck you. So he threw the flag, and I was like, I'm gonna fuck about your flag. So I threw the flag in the stands. He threw the other one, and I, at that point, I couldn't grab the other one. Yeah, I guess you're a pioneer. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And then, and then you find out a few days later you got $25,000 less in your paycheck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and Billy, they, they asked Billy, like, hey, did you say anything to Bart? Because like, people thought I was crazy. And he was like, nope. I told him I would have did the same thing. Like, if you look on it, if you, if you ever look it up on, on YouTube, yeah. like, I walk right by Brian. Brian don't even look at me. Brian's scared of shit. Why do you think the Ravens always seem to have an edge over the Patriots? They seem like the only franchise that can get it done. Because they don't care. Like, listen, how does that permeate a whole building where a whole building doesn't care about the Patriots? Because, you, you know, I, I, I don't know, but I assume that when the Patriots are playing any team, they feel like, yo, my coach will figure this out. Mm. It's easy to buy in the game plan. So from a defensive standpoint, I don't care if you change the coordinator from Marvin Lewis to Mike Nolan to Rex Ryan, to Dean Pease, to who I can forget who they Wink. have now. To Martindale. Wink, to, to Martindale now. Like, you know, listen, this is this is our identity. This is this franchise. No matter how long this franchise mm. is. and I it's know baked do, in. Yeah, I know during the Flacco era, it was like, okay, well, maybe, no. Yeah. Defense. And it's a, it's a book that's in there that has all the Da Vinci codes. And we believe in those Da Vinci codes. And we say, you know what? At the end of the day, you know that. This game comes down to physicality. And we, when I was with the Ravens, we always wanted to make people have to make that decision. Is it worth it? And, you know, we used to call it the bird flu. Like, so we would see anybody, and if anybody was questionable, doubtful, we like, they ain't playing because they ain't want that smoke. Mm. And we had this other stat, after teams play us, whether they beat us or not, yeah. what happened to the next week? They got destroyed because we damn near killed them. Two years ago, Jacksonville was the same way. I would bet on any, a bet against any team that played Jacksonville the week before because yeah. they were just bashing people. Yeah. What was the real feeling of that, the defense towards Flacco during that time? Well, I was only with Flacco for one year. Yeah, yeah but I know you know all those yeah. guys. Yeah, yeah. I used to call, 
when Flacco first got there, because remember, Troy Smith was supposed to be the starter. He right. was going to be the backup. And Six Troy got, pick, Troy got ill, team. lost 20 pounds, wow. you know, got sick, lost his job, and the Flacco era started. Flacco didn't even know he was starting. We was on a plane. Troy got sick and never recovered. And Flacco, like, started the third preseason game and never stopped yep. then. But, you know, it was funny because I had played with so many bad quarterbacks, you know what I mean, that it was like, man. Like, so when he first got there, I called him Frida. So his nickname was Frida and Fucko. Like I never called no, we never called him by his name. It was Frida because he had this uni unibrow. So yes. he's called him like Big Frida Bird. Kahlo. Yeah, yeah, he's called he's calling Bert too. You know what I mean? Because he, yeah, like, he does look a little bit like Bert. Yeah. He, see, I, see now he got all this money. Now he actually gets it shaved in between the middle. It's but well yeah, done. yeah, yeah. But he got a full bridge right there. Um, <laughs> it was when he threw the when he threw the uh, first out route, and that thing had so much smoke on. It, I thought I was like, you know what's up, Flacco. I can, mm. We can work with this. Yeah. I mean, because I remember I had played with Kyle Bowler, man. And listen, I tell people all the time, and I know Kyle probably hates me before, because it's all love. He was the greatest opponent I ever faced. And he's on your own team. Beat Brady. <laughs> beat Peyton. Couldn't defeat Kyle Bowler. Mm. Kyle Bowler was just that damn bad. Yeah. Well, he could throw it 50 yards from his knees. Yeah. I seen this dude throw seven picks in a game. Wow. Seven. Kyle Bowler and Nathan Peterman. He may be the inspiration that Nathan Peterman looks to. All right, so Flacco got there. You guys were impressed. But but as it was going on, Flacco has one of the most interesting careers ever. Yeah. Because that run in the playoffs was unparalleled. I mean, it was was Aaron Rodgers-esque when he did the playoffs. It was Eli-esque, right? Because Eli locked in. He locked in, and, and he got into a groove, and he didn't make a mistake. Right. And Flacco did the same thing. And he had a little luck. I mean, the, the, the Kobe Jones the pass in Denver. Over Denver. Yeah, that, that dude was so stupid. He, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, yeah. That, that was, was bad. bad. Yeah. Um, Robert Kraft, man, you came out with the hot take. Listen, and the funny thing is. What is I it like, like when you say something and then the world explodes and you go, I talk this shit every day? Every day. Like, listen, I'm just, this is me being honest. This, I'm an equal opportunist asshole. You called Jonathan Stewart a snitch. Well, oh yeah. Well, I'm just messing around. That's like CIA stuff. No, but like, well, my, my, my question for that was: Have the teams you've been on? Has every team felt like there's one guy that that's like in the owner's pocket oh, yeah, or the yeah. coach's pocket? And you don't have to say names. No, no, no. Well, we all know there's guys that's running up to the running up to the owner. How do you find out that someone's been doing that? Well, you, you you want to put some false information out there and see if it gets cut. And have you done that before? We we used to call them the CIA. We anyway, it was one. It's one in the, it's one on the Jets right now, and you know he's snit, dry snitching. Yeah. How do you? So, I I can't imagine being the the snitch on the Ravens defense just because of the, what's going to come your way. Yeah, somebody got to die. Yeah, like you guys probably didn't have one. No, our snitch and like you can say snitch or you can say the person that leaks stuff to like a person in the media and stuff right. like that. You know what I mean? Because they they. Coaches and sometimes players develop these relationships with reporters, people in the media, right. because when they playing like shit or they're coaching like shit, they want to have somebody. They want to have somebody that can protect them. Yes, with a story like, oh, sure. it's not all their fault. Oh, you know, so and so, you know, and for that they leak information. You know what I mean? So yeah, it's, it's been but playing more. Like the, so when the, I called Jonathan Stewart one, it was no reason in hell for Getterman to sign him for that much because money. he wasn't a good player. No. So now you're showing love so to somebody because you want to know what's going there because you want to know what's going on. It's like, hey, this guy isn't a good. That's just the way it goes. That's the inside stuff that most people that play understand. So Who's, they knew what I was saying, but I wasn't saying he was a I'm snitch. Gonna, I'm going to see what I can get out of you. Who do you think the most popular snitch is in the NFL right now? Ben Roethlisberger. You think so? A lot of people. St- he ain't saying nothing right now. Of course, crickets. Don't he got a radio show? Who is your favorite quarterback to hit? 
Ben Roethlisberger. No, I, and I love Ben. You know what I mean? Listen, Do you I'll, really? I always say this. Ben is one of the few quarterbacks that can come sit at the defensive table. Because you, you take it like a man. Yeah. I thought I killed him. That one you have on Instagram. I, I thought ca- you did. I, I call him like Michael Myers. But remember, Haloti Nada broke his nose. Like, remember, they were playing and he right. came and Swiped his nose down. crooked. He just put some stuff in it, man. Damn. So he don't fold up like a bad tent. So I can respect that. The, one, can thing respect I, the one thing I will say about Ben, and I think he is a Hall of Fame quarterback, no doubt, yeah. is young Ben. When he was running around, Malibu's most wanted band with the with the gold chain yes. and like he turned, hey, he got he those, broke so many sacks. He, oh my gosh, he got those charges, man. He went straight corporate, right? He cut the hair, he did, threw the chain away, melted the time. Remember, yeah. remember, he was like Cheddar Bob. Yes, oh, shot himself. He came, he came in, came in with the white t shirt, had the big chain, right? He looked like a hip hop dude. He did. He had swagged out. Man, now he got like don't he got like locks right now. Look he's like a little, he's like country. Look, look like Duck Dynasty now. Duck Dynasty. <laughs> one eighty commander. One eighty. My my, I kind of want to wrap up with this. Is you you were somebody that the media loved talking to when you played, uh-huh. and it was one of those where they're like, oh, Bart's going to go in the media. Then you go right to CBS and you're mm-hmm. on like the main entity. Then you're in New York on the main drive time, you know, show. Mm-hmm. What is your view of the media now? Like, what do you see about this industry? Because uh, you've seen so many, like, avenues in it. I think I, I have a greater appreciation for the storytellers and what the role of the media is and how it promotes the game, how it sells the tickets, how it pushes, you know, advertising and things of that sort. But it also confirmed to me um, what I really always assumed and knew, to have the people that talk about sports on no shit. Mm. And half the Half the people in the industry just use cliff notes. Mm. They just basically come in, read the read the headlines. They don't really dig in. So if you really want to know more about your teams, I I I encourage people to listen to your local reporters mm. because they they're more entrenched in like especially like the the, the mass because I've been in both right because yeah. now I'm in a fan. This is more local, and then so you, so you, it's more nuanced in it. You 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 go you have to dig deeper because you have to give the the fans and the listeners more. On a on the national um, platform, you just reading, you know, you, you you grabbing statistics. You're doing 15 yeah. seconds. Yeah, yeah, and you're you're painting a picture. So, you know, but it confirmed because man, I can tell you how many times I've just had a general conversation with somebody off the air, and they go steal my shit and say it out there. And I'm like, man, this dude is dumb as a box of rocks. Wow. Yeah, like really, you just gonna use that? My other question for you would be: You're talking about you know playing on a team, and if somebody said something, you're gonna handle it. Man, if Mike France has to talk shit about me, I'd be in his office the next day. He's never said anything about me. Never? Check the record. Oh, he's come for people around you. I don't, I don't, pl- listen, the first thing I had when we met each other, first thing I said, listen, I'm, I'm big on respect. Listen, I'm going to respect you. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. With any, and that's with anybody. It's a listen, whole lot what, of what, drama what, that you weren't a part yeah, of. Listen, I don't have to be here, right? You know what I mean? I'm here because I want to be here. I'm just having fun. Yeah. I appreciate the opportunity. But one thing I won't, tolerate from anybody's disrespect because if you disrespect me we have to handle it right here and you have to make the decision if it's worth it for you right because no matter what if i beat the shit out of you then i'll make money off me beating the shit out of you mm. don't matter either it's way it's gonna help goes. build my brand it don't matter yeah it is my brand on the mad backer yeah. so if i smack the shit out of you because you did listen i'm not gonna start I'm on brand i'm not gonna yeah. start it but I'm going to finish it. Right. So I don't take any disrespect. I'm going to give you respect. I'm going to come in. I'm going to speak to everybody. I'm going to have fun. That's just who Wait, I am. So what did you say to him, though, off the top? You said I'm about respect? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I mean, listen, I don't give a shit. I just smack one ass. What up, Mike? Like, it's all good to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really give a shit. You ever you know sit I mean? in the seat a little bit longer just so he knows? No, we're in different studios. Oh, okay. But listen, man, listen, he been, this, is, this is his life. This is what he, yeah. you know, I'm just, I'm just running around having fun. Have figured out what the hell I want to do. Do you know what you want? I mean, I'm just doing shit. Yeah. I mean, I got. I'm Did you enjoy it. this? Yeah, I do. All right, good. You know what I'm saying? How's, how, I'm just saying there's a 33. percent I only, I only, I only see. I was, I didn't want to come in and <laughs> and try and be too bright, so I only really gave you 20. percent I got 13. percent I, I kept in my pocket. That's fucked up. You signed a contract. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I'm going to talk to your lawyer. You know what I'm saying? I gave, I gave you 20. percent Bar, you're the man. I appreciate it. it. Cool Thank you top. for coming up in. Up top, up top. That's always awkward, right? I always get people well, with that. Yeah, what the fuck? That. Why'd yeah. you do that? Because it makes it an awkward moment. I like White it. people I, get really self-conscious when, when that happens. I like I like providing awkward moments for people. This is the new jam from Rod Simba. Oh, let's do it. Hey. Let's turn it up, hey. B. Hey. I know hey. Nate probably came here wanting to freestyle, right? Mm. Mm. Come on. Dwayne Wayne. You Dwayne, guys Wayne. are awesome. For Bart Scott, I am the L-E-F-K-O-E. Man, we will holler at you. I'll be back on Monday. Bart, seriously, though, appreciate you. All good. I holler. Peace, guys.